0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 25th of January and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, head on over to the themarkerstoday.com.au website and you can read the disclaimer there or sign up for a free 14-day trial if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community. All right, well, as they say, oh, what a night. We certainly saw a huge, huge night in the U.S. markets. Uh, Sleepy Monday by no means. Uh, we saw the Dow Jones. These numbers are really interesting considering where they've been. Uh, the Dow Jones closed up 99 points or 0.29% to 34,365. Now to put some of this in context, the Dow had a low of down 1,155 points. So that was a 1,254 point turnaround from its lows. 1,254, 34,365. The NASDAQ uh, was down around 4% at one stage, closed up 0.63%, 86 points, 13,855. And the S&P 500 closed up in line with the Dow pretty much 0.28%, 12 points to 44.10. So a massive Massive turnaround night in the US. So the question is whether that was just short covering or whether we have now seen the bottom. Time will tell. Of course, we do have the Federal Reserve meeting, first one of the year, kicking off in Tuesday in the US time, and it's a two-day meeting, and we do get the results of that Thursday morning for us. The VIX index was up one point or 3.47%, very disappointing, I guess, for all those people, long volatility, considering a 1,200-point difference between the low and the high in the Dow Jones. You would have thought we'd have seen a little bit more pickup in that VIX index, but uh, not to be. But the Dow really much uh, hit from all sides last night, initially at least, with the Ukraine higher rates, Fed, etc., liquidity, And uh, one or two corporate results and economic numbers coming out as well, adding to the woes. But it picked itself up, dusted itself off, and as I say, it rallied 1,200 points from that low. The SPY Futures, we closed down 92 points or 1.3%, 69.60. So not quite such an optimistic outlook for our market. But at one stage... The SPY futures were down 220 odd points, so a pretty big rally again off the lows for the SPY futures, but whether we will be more circumspect remains to be seen as we head into today's session. Of course, tomorrow is a holiday for Australia Day. In commodities last night, Brent crude down 1.8%, $1.62, $86.27, hardly unexpected given the volatility in equities and the outlook for global growth being stalling slightly. We saw WTI down 2.15%, $1.83. One of the winners last night was the gold price, up 0.54%, $9.90 to $18.41.70. Gold has been one of the few winners in this, if winners is the right word, but it certainly has been a commodity that has held up relatively well, as has iron ore, although last night it did succumb, to gravity down 2.7%, $3.70 to $133.70 US a ton and the Aussie dollar 71.42 so falling away as well there in other commodities last night we had copper down 2.6%, nickel down 6.8%, aluminium down 0.1, zinc down 1.6, lead down 0.9 and tonne down 2.1% these were all LME prices, so you would have seen uh, the LME, which is the London Metal Exchange, probably would have seen the Dow at a 1000 down, so that would have infected those metal prices. So maybe we will see a bit of a recovery tomorrow. We shall find out. Uh, overseas resource stocks, Freeport, MacMoram down 2.5%, Alcoa up 3.2%, Tech down 4.2%, Anglo down 6.1%, Glencore down 5.3%, Vale down 1.9, Albemarle down 0.4 of a percent in the lithium space, BHP modestly lower, only half a percent easier in ADR terms, that's American depository receipts, and Rio in the same down 1.5% there. Here you can see the S&P 500 and that low at around lunchtime around 12:30 for the S&P of around 4230 rallying back to 44 15 by the end of the day so it wasn't quite a straight line rally but it was almost a straight line textbook rally off those lows so it'll be interesting to see how the Dow futures kick on or don't kick on we did see IBM results come out after hours and a pretty good set of numbers from IBM the stock was up around six percent on the back of those numbers major stories overnight we had uh, stocks storming back a 4% route to close higher. Uh, the PBOC in China has lowered funding costs of 14-day reverse repos by 10 basis points to 2.25%, and it's injected more money into the banking system. Evergrande seeks more time from offshore investors on repayment. And Dr. Fauci says U.S. Omicron outbreak heading in right direction. Over in the Eurozone, PMIs show service sector impacted by Omicron with inflation a big concern, and UK services PMI has cooled unexpectedly to an 11th month low, but cost pressures remained high. In Japan, Japanese factory growth for January hit a four-year high, but private sector activity overall has slipped. And Macron has planned a call to Putin. Good of him to do that. And the Pentagon readies some 8,500 troops to send to the EU, while at the same time warning its embassy staff that they should get out of the Ukraine, as has Australia and the UK as well. Bitcoin bounces off its lows as crypto route shows signs of easing. What's on here today? IBM strongly up after hours. We did see those moves in those metal prices. Alassian actually up 6.1% in the US. Apple down 05 Amazon up 1.3%. Meta up one8 Microsoft up 0.1%. Block though... Unfortunately, it's not hit to be square. It was down 0.7 of a percent. 10-year yields in the U.S. 1.77%, coming off as money goes into treasury markets on the back of this extreme volatility we are seeing in equity markets. Australia 1.93%, so backed off from that 1.99% we saw last week. Germany negative 0.1 of a percent on their 10-year yield. And the Auckland Airport has announced freezes on aeronautical prices for FY23. This will probably increase the pressure on Sydney Airport to do the same. Blackstone is lining up the funding for the Crown bid that it intends to make at $13.10. Well, at least that's what it said it will make. But due diligence still to be completed. And the UK has completely reopened its borders to international vaccinated travellers. No need to test no need to quarantine. Just come on in. Boris is holding a party, although it is called work. Domestically produced AdBlue, which was going to be a major shortage and a major crisis for the country come February. uh, We have seen production increase 800% this month. Now, it represents 75% of Australia's needs, and the deal struck between the government and Incitec Pivot has seen Instech Pivot going gangbusters with production there, and now we're up to uh, pretty much self-sufficiency in AdBlue. But unfortunately, Intertech Pivot still plans to close its plant in Brisbane next year, by, well, by the end of this year. OGC, Oceana Gold, achieves f- full-year guidance on record production, and St. Barbara, Atlantic's guidance lowered on waste-rock permitting permitting and we did see a big fall yesterday in regis resources on some issues with one of their mines i think it was down around 20 odd percent question of the day today are you looking to pick up some cheap and i'll maybe put that in brackets stocks on the back of this bounce in the u.s have we seen the worst of it are you looking to do a little bit of bargain hunting today or are we still going to see weakness in our market uh, as we digest what's been happening overseas That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Always a great group, 3,500 members. Members helping members is the motto there. And you can subscribe to this podcast, which includes the end of day and the breakfast briefing, or any of the other three podcasts with the Marcus Strategy Podcast, the On The Desk Podcast, and the On The Couch Podcast, where I talk to some industry professionals, fund managers, and CEOs of interesting companies about their prospects. This week, I am talking to Nick Griffin, from munro partners uh, about decarbonizing of the world so some interesting takes there from nick who did a podcast with us last year and it was a very well received one at that so uh, stay tuned for that one it will be out this weekend but thanks very much for listening and may the market gods be with you